Greetings and salutations. Welcome back, friends. This is the Vital Check with your friendly neighborhood MD, Dr. Joe, alongside me, DJ Critical. What's up? What's up, guys and gals? Thank you for tuning in and for listening to our podcast. We are very excited to have another episode to share with you. Um, big facts. Since the premiere, I mean... Since our debut, yep. Big debut. Big debut. I mean, my head's gassed, right? You guys are gaslighting us. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have great news. You know, we've had 1,100 streams. 1,100 downloads. Yeah. So, I don't know what... The, the streams is high. The downloads is high for a, a debut. You know, we just put it out there a little... Let's see what's, what's what'll happen and... Uh, we are very surprised by the outpour of support and um, everybody that hit us up. Like, oh, snap, y'all doing a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And then it's like, finally. And then, um, <laughs> so yeah, we had um, a lot of downloads, uh, a lot of feedback, a lot of comments, which uh, I could continue to like leave feedback and comments. And, you know, we'll improve and get better yes, and absolutely. implement. Of course. Um, as as we go on. But yeah, we was, uh, we're pretty pretty gassed and you know know, and we're global yeah right yeah i mean so that's gonna be our humble brag so right every episode we are trying to uplift our listeners um especially during these times where things seem a little dark um we want to elevate you right let's celebrate your wins because your wins are our wins facts um so to start off the first humble brag session us we are gonna brag about ourselves yeah a little dust off the shoulder you know a little bit So we were listened to in Brussels, Belgium. Belgium. Mozambique. Africa. Fayetteville, North Carolina. NC. You know, maybe J. Cole was visiting the yeah, fam or something. Maybe J. Cole was like listening on a on a little like little little tour spot, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh we got Middle America, Kansas. Kansas. KC. We got the West Coast. We were up and down the coast of LA. LA. Oregon. Oregon. Washington State. Bam. I mean... It was all over. It was all over the country. Yeah. All over the world. That's right. So, you know, continue. Thank you so... I mean... A lot of y'all podcasters can't do that, you know, (laughs) out the gate, just reaching over waters, over international seas and stuff. We was in places that we can't even really speak about right now (laughs) because they over there doing some wild stuff, but we over there too. Like, while they was doing their wild stuff, they was listening to us in the tanks. But it's cool. Oh, boy. So, yes. So, all that to say, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are listening to you. So, any feedback, comments, you know, like, subscribe, and do all the above. Yeah, Um, share. Let us know. Share, share, share. Because we are literally a work in progress. Your mom, your dad, your granny, your grandpa, niece, nephews, uncles, aunts, cousins, stepsisters. The whole fam. Everybody. Everybody. Friends. Everybody. Enemies. Send it to your enemy. (laughs) Send it to everybody. I mean, we gotta love our enemies like ourselves, right? Absolutely. I mean, no, not really. I don't love my enemies like anything. But so, are any of your exes your enemies? Um, exes, <laughs> enemies. No, they're not enemies. I just don't really like care for them. But I wouldn't say they're like enemies. I don't have any enemies. It's just people that I don't really, I don't care for anymore. Okay. Yeah. So in our next segment, we're gonna talk about. Your hotels, right? So this is going to be called Critically Single. Critically Single. Ever since I've known Jason, I just can't keep up with um, his lady friends. 
So, and I've been married or together with my husband since high school. So it's kind of like not it's living a, vicariously, it's a, but it's, it's a different, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different a, dynamic is a different, uh, way of life. Uh, you, so how long have you been with your husband altogether? Since All like together. high school. So since high school, oh my gosh, guys. And my simple math skills are terrible. Um, 17 years. So and married how long? Six years almost. That's a long, that's a long ass time. It is a very long, actually our dating anniversary is up and coming. 17 years. What I was doing 17 years Hashtag ago. Hashtag March Madness. That's 17 like years ago. Well, that was like since like freshman year of high school. Oh no no no! I paid him no mind freshman year. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yes, no, this was a this was a senior year. Oh, that was like oh six. Yeah. Oh okay okay okay. okay. Right. Oh six. I mean twenty two. Sorry, sixteen years, not seventeen okay. years. Okay, sixteen. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So what you what were you doing the first three years? I was. I wouldn't you call were, myself a thought because I didn't. You're dating. You I, were? Yeah, I was. I was a chronic dater. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that. Oh, yes, yes. I kept my stuff on the low. Oh, so it wasn't people in school. You was dating people in school. Oh, yes, yes, I oh, was. I have, this is enough about my hotels. Like, so these people I know that, you're, that oh, you dated mm-hmm. in the school? Some. I don't think you knew many. Many. It sounds familiar. No, many. M-A-N-Y. Oh, many. oh I thought it was like many. I was like, <laughs> no, no. Um, it's funny, but it's yeah. How, wait, all right. So, how many of them did you date in these three? This three years, like being that a chronic dater. And you know the weird thing is, and by the grace of God, I made it out alive. Like this is when the ad- everybody was friends. No, this is the advent of Sconex and like oh. Facebook and stuff. So I love Sconex. I even met like people online as I did a teenager. Too. That's which was that's crazy because when I, before I went to college. As I was entering college, there was a few people that I met on Sconex, and we realized that we was going to the same college, and we linked up in college and had a great time. Oh, but, very um, nice. I'm still cool with them till this day. But um, so the the three years. So what's a chronic dater? Is like multiple people, or you was like? No, 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 no. It was just like serial dating. Oh, sir. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Um. So I was in a relationship and out of a relationship. The problem was, I think. I wasn't a thotty, right? I wasn't giving it up. Oh, so okay, I feel okay. like it was. I mean, it's, it's, sorry, it's, it's, it's a, not to say that if you give it up, you're a thotty. Yeah, but if you give it up, you're not a thotty. Not, no, you know what? Correction. I give stand it all corrected. Up. Oh, if gosh. you want to give it, and somebody is taking and willing, fine. It's 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 mutual. Don't just you know just hand it out. That's that's the difference. Don't just well, spread it out. It's kind of it's just touching on the the lock that we spoke about last time no i mean men or female uh-huh. like yeah okay. it's not gender specific like men are thoughts too probably more thoughts than women but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's equal playing field oh okay okay got it so yeah so i think because i you wasn't... weren't engaging in uh the extra physical aspect right 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 it is it was like, like mm, all right bye bye felicia i mean maybe i was a psycho who knows? But and they were short-lived relationships, but you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. The relationship aspect never really. Um. It it was more like just flings and situationships. Um, I only had like like two like legit like relationship that was like called a relationship. Like if I was walking down the hall or somebody was, oh, oh, you're such and such girlfriend or boyfriend. I'm like, oh yeah. Everything else is just like 
you know, you just look up and keep it moving. Like, mm, you don't mm. really know. It's really ambiguous. Got it, got I'm it. I'm big got on it, it. ambiguity. Ambiguity? I don't know if it's ambiguous. Whatever. I, don't, I think. Mystique. <laughs> That's what I'm big on. Mysterious, mystique, Batman, that sort of stuff. Got it. I'm, the, I'm like. Stealth. Batman. Stealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Very stealthy. Got it. So, anyway, me yes. and my hotel is currently. Um, hotel. Hotels, we only say hotels because of Jasmine Sullivan. I love Jasmine Sullivan. And she had an album called Hotels. But it's not really, you're not really a hoe if I'm mentioning you. All right. So it's Disclaimer. Just, Let's disclaimer. make that very yeah. clear. No one okay. that I deal with are hoes. It's just a segment. It's just entertainment. Relax. Critically single. Yes. So uh, someone, so my birthday was a while ago, last month. Yeah, a while ago. And um, someone that I was dating did a really nice gesture that I uh, appreciate a thousand times over. Uh, so she got me tickets to see MJ the musical, mm. which was interesting because I've never been to a Broadway show. Which so is, she, to me, that's insane. Yeah, my, my dating just... Broadway is like your backyard. Yeah, I just like I was dating somebody previously that always went to Broadway shows, but... We just never got around to it. I just bought her tickets, oh, but I didn't go where I was like, yo, take your mom, take your friend, whatever. Mm. Um, but this person brought me bought me tickets to the show. And it was my first, so she popped my cherry. And um, <laughs> it was MJ. Like, I seen it, like, the way the world and the internet works is, like, if you like something, they throw more of that in your face. So I used to just, like, I follow a bunch of Michael Jackson pages. Mm. So MJ the musical was down my timeline, like before it came out, and I seen it and I just kept it moving. I was like, okay, this is cool, like mm-hmm. whatever. I never thought of, oh, I should go see it. But yeah, so she she surprised me. Uh, she got me a Michael Jackson sweater. What? She got me the sweater that we. You got merch at the Broadway theater? No, she actually got me merch before. Oh, she got money. She actually she does, but she don't like talk about it. But anyway, okay. um, so. She got me a sweater to wear to the con- wow. to the show. You gotta love a well thought out date. I do, I do, cause I'm. You know what it is? I'm usually that person. Mm. So to have it's that done to me, to. catered to, is like, oh, this how it feels. Like mm, I'm good. Got it. I'm good. But anyway, so yeah, so we went. We had an amazing time. The show was amazing. Like I might see it again. Like okay, I'm down to go. That's how. <laughs> that's how good it was. On a friend date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> we, can, we can take your husband too. <laughs> Um, so yes, it was refreshing and different and it was, it was a good feeling, you know, having somebody doing something thoughtful because I'm usually on the giving and not really on the receiving end of Mm. my thoughtfulness, which is cool. Like, I don't do it for it to be reciprocated, but when it is, it's like, oh, wow. It's nice. Yeah, it's It's nice. nice. This week was... Um, the drop of the third episode of the trilogy of Genius. Genius. Um, I've had multiple conversations about Kanye before. Or but um, Jay all right. So this was Jay-Z. the third one. But how did you feel about the first two? So for those of you, I mean, it's in my name, I guess. So I am a medical professional. Um, you are, and I'm a DJ. If you don't know, obviously. just in case. Yeah. Um, and to me, like once you get that training, it's kind of hard to unsee the world in a medical aspect. Aspect, okay. 
So as soon as I saw the first two episodes, right, all I can say is like, wow, this guy is manic, right? Like his brilliance is is in his psychosis. That's that's super interesting because being that I am a DJ, obviously, and I see the world through like industry stuff and music standards and like how it is to be a musician and in a more of a creative side. Mm. I I think I receive the episodes and just him differently than the health terms. Like, you know, I'm just like, yo, I see why he, I get, I get him mm. why he acts this way more so like, all right, maybe he does have a, a illness or an issue. I don't know if it's really an illness, but. No, it is. He's, he's bipolar. Oh, but I just look at it as like he's a genius and the way he acts probably most of the time is like it's over the top but i can see where it's where it's rooted from mm. and the thing is also like i think his mom was an enabler of the yeah she instilled certain things in him right. and confidence is what he calls right. it yes he's like what and then the third episode he talks about you know his confidence being oh, what's wrong with being overconfident, overconfident. like right. that should be a, a that's a bad word that uh stuck with me too because he, he was speaking to children right so i feel like at that point he also said that the way he looked up to what was it michael jackson michael jordan michael, michael jordan? jordan's michael jordan's what he said Oh no! No, I, yeah, yes. he said Michael Jackson. He yes, said the he way did. people, the way he looks up to Michael yes. Jackson, kids look up to him. Yes, yes, he that way. That. So it's like by him instilling that, don't be afraid of like, you know, speaking your mind or if something may rub people the wrong way. Another thing he said that was that was interesting. He said um, he may not say things the correct way or perfect, but he's always gonna like say what he feels. Right. And I feel like that dynamic, I, I get him because a lot of times people they feel slighted or they don't say what's on their mind and then that will lead them to not get certain opportunities or open certain doors where if they was a little bit more assertive or confident if you want to use the word confident mm. or sure sure of themselves then they would have probably like you know reached certain plateaus when if they was like oh is this really good i don't know like like you know but I think, you know, something that comes a lot and I'm really into like health inequities and racial justice. Um, but uh, what's coming out a lot is right. Intent versus impact. Right. So your intent refers to what you thought what you were doing <clears throat> and the impact uh, refers to how that action was perceived by the person receiving, receiving it. Correct. So I think. Yes, you can be confident and you can, you know, express yourself as raw as possible. But right, but what's the other end of that? Right? And an example that that's But is is that really that's not your fault though. But then you should know who your audience is, right? I mean, but if you have a wide audience of all demographics and ages, then you you it's re I think it's hard at that point to be specific to like um, like not really walk on eggshells, but to like think about your audience in a in totality in a full where it's just so broad. Like at no point, no one is gonna be like happy. Like there's somebody that's gonna be offended. And I agree. And um, that's just the way the world works. 
Okay, so for example, right, this uh, music video that he recently put out okay. uh, with the game called Easy. It's a good song. Where, I didn't even want to listen to the song, right? He kidnaps and decapitates Pete Davidson, a.k.a. Skeet. Skeet. Yeah. <laughs> right? We understand your intent, right? You are going through a difficult process of a divorce of a woman that you have adored and glorified for probably decades. Yes. Right? But... How could you not think of the impact of that video, right? You are literally killing a person. It's, it's I don't creative. care if it's clay animation. I it's, don't care, right? You know what your intent was. Right. I get that. But it's, it's creative expression. Like even people when they try to down like lyrics and stuff like, oh, you should never said that. Or it's, he's expressing himself. Some people will write in a journal. Some people will <laughs> have a director and an editor put together a clay uh, skeet and decapitate him. Like he's, I don't, I'm not agreeing and believe that his measures um, are, um, what's, a, what's a good word? I've been at a loss for words like recently. I don't know why. I think it's my age. Oh gosh. But, um, I'll do a mini mental exam on you. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think it's. Um, this is. I don't know. You can fill in the words for me. But wait, what are you trying to say? Like I don't feel like it's justified. Justif. See, there you go. It's justified. But it's. Um, yeah, he want to express himself. I mean, I don't know. I maybe we'll disagree. Agree to disagree. But then, uh, so another thing that came up. So I was speaking to someone that um, a female that uh, I haven't spoken to in a long time, which is mm -hmm. kind of like part of my hotels, but not because she like she's dating somebody and she moved away and then I don't know what's there going on now she's back. But anyway, so mm -hmm. she had mentioned that she thinks whatever he's, everything he's doing concerning Kim is disgusting. Like she's downright disgusted, unhappy with him. Yes. Uh, doesn't want to support him in any way possible. Like she really wants to like burn all her Yeezys. Mm -hmm. And then she showed me a clip of like deal Hughley speaking about it and he was just like uh that's disgusting too like if if he had a daughter and their spouse was acting the way Kanye was acting toward Kim like there would be an issue because he's stalking her he's harassing her yes and all that stuff and, and then just today because, shows up in DR with the Kim look like yeah just because he's <laughs> him everybody just turns a blind eye to it but if it was anybody else like they would have been like you know Charged ranting for and raiding, yeah, yeah. So that's also an uh, aspect where I, I get. But I mean, if he put it in his music and stuff, I feel like I feel it is being creative, and you know it's it's up to interpretation. And that's like it's the intent and the impact because him just a lot of times uh, in the first two episodes, you know, he was trying to get his music out. He's trying to get people to understand and back him and the people was just like not really with it he felt resilient he was resilient he was determined and those are qualities that i um like that i, I don't think the two need to be mutually exclusive right you can still be ambition you can ambitious excuse me you mm -hmm. can still be determined but that doesn't like that do, that realm doesn't live separately from right what what he's doing or capable of right like his current state of mind i feel like currently and 
the road to what Kanye West or Ye is now, from Kanye West to Ye, I, I'm aligned with the journey. Now so, him as an adult and his, you know, what he does, I don't really like, you know, care for. But as far as seeing his trials and tribulations, not saying he was struggling, but like at, coming from someone who's who has also felt like doors and opportunities have been closed or, you know, different people could have helped in certain ways and didn't. Mm -hmm. I understand the frustrations that he that he's going through, that he's went that he went through. So then when you finally make it and you prove people wrong, I feel like at that time I'm gonna wild out too. I'm gonna spend like everybody who like turned their head or could have helped and didn't or gave me a no when stuff start happening, I'm tax I'm what I call it is like I'm gonna tax them. But I also okay. I'm so, not gonna necessarily go off the rail and handle and if somebody's having a speech, I'm gonna go up there and grab the mic and say my opinion. Like, no. But in certain instances I, I see where the the arrogance or the cockiness is, is because like, yo, I was telling you this multiple missed opportunities. I was telling you this eight years ago, like, yo, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And you was like, Yeah, all right, yeah, go make your beat. Relax. Right. No, and I thought that like that was very dismissive of but also, so then when I pop my stuff, don't be like, oh my gosh, you're you're too confident, you're too arrogant, you're well, no, I'm the best. That's 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 what it is. Like if I if I'm not the best, then tell me who's the best, so I can know what what else I have to do to be the best. Like so, in episode three, right, he is in the Dominican Republic, and I hate when he, the people just say the Dominican. No, there's an entire republic after the Dominican, right? Okay. So he was in the Dominican Republic with these potential Caucasian male investors, right? right. And during this trip, you can certainly see that he's in a manic episode. And he is trying, I guess, to have a discussion about real estate investments. Mm -hmm. And just the body language, like even I through the camera, through the television, like, right. So Cootie did an excellent job, kind of. You can and big feel up to Cootie, too. Yes. I feel you, man. Chike. Not, Cootie is not Chike. Chike is not Cootie. They're two different yes. people. Junk yay. Um, yeah, that was, that was, that hurt. And yeah. right, you can, again, that like, expression and the emotion, no. But he, right, he cleared it up, though. And he knew, but he knew what his, his, yeah. his, he yeah. was intentional with the yeah, mistake people are afterwards. Too, people are sensitive, too. I don't know about sensitive, but anyways. So my point is, with the real estate investors, right, he was unapologetically himself. He was raw. He was expressing himself in, like, what seemed like fleeting thoughts, right? It was just, mm -hmm. he wouldn't even finish one thought before he started the next one. Right. And you can tell like these guys started slouching, like looking like, right. Like just not even maintaining eye contact. And that's what I'm saying. Like you can still be yourself, mm -hmm. but if it's not well received, right. Mm -hmm. And I think that to his point, right. He wanted to make it to billionaire status, which he has, which he has so that even if he does this, type of behavior or during his manic episodes the stuff that right is unconventional right unconventional is a good word yes he will still be praised or he like will still maintain his kingdom when things are not the norm they're they're like an outlier and perceived as 
bad or strange or you get a, a negative connotation of like, oh, that's what you're not supposed to do just because that's just what the average person or normally what was called like, that's like business standards. But I don't necessarily think that different is should be like, you know, shunned upon. If he does things in his way and he wants to be raw and unapologetic, I feel like that's that's fine. And then there's certain people that's that will see that. And then there's others that that will rub them the wrong way and they don't want to deal with it. And that's that's fine. This difference is hinging on it is his mental health. Okay. Correct. Right? Yes. So again, and I like this week at work, right? I had a hard time with mental health because I had, you know, patients or students where the parents were dismissive mm-hmm. about seeking mental health. Okay. And these children, you know, this particular case, the child like clearly needs it. like it's evident. It is like almost an emergency, right? If I would have been there two weeks ago, I would have had to call an ambulance. Okay. Right? So to me, the topic of mental health is so difficult to grasp because one thing is recognizing it and two th- the second thing is how to act on it. And I think right? why, especially with mental health, is like... And it's so stigmatized. Right. And dealing with different people, that doesn't... If you have two people that's manic, that doesn't necessarily mean that their manic is the same. I think it's... Is it like... For each person, cases like different. I mean, there's probably like similarities. Right. There's but always like that. Don't mean like the approach is going to be the same for each individual that is manic or bipolar. No, there's standards of care, right? So there's like the traditional what manic episodes look like. Okay. Right. They have difficulty sleeping. They're kind of just on the go, go, go. Like their thoughts of grandiosity kind of occur as well. Um. So there's there's definitely characteristics mm-hmm. that classify oh this is a manic episode yeah a checklist okay versus yeah. a depressive episode um so again the 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 latter part is a more difficult part because unless like what happened with Kanye his his physician called and had him in a psychiatric hold mm-hmm. right that that's it like either you have to want to kill yourself and that's the only way we can admit you and and that's it Right. There's mm. no in between. And, right, and I right. think that's the difficulty from a medical professional. It's like, wow, I've recognized this person needs help. I've recognized like, you know, what their actions or the consequences of their action during these episodes. And I can't help you. Um, and then, because you're not at a certain point to that requires under medical standards or whatever help. That's live. bad. Right. Because you're gonna wait till somebody reaches a, a breaking a, point, a bad breaking, to point. then just put them in a straitjacket, rather I mean, than. We try to. We don't, we don't try to. I mean, I, I don't. I don't work in well, psych, to, but well, to put them in a mental institution, a mental, mental health, inter- yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Rather than trying to, I feel like the same thing like with drugs. Like if you have like someone who's taking drugs or pills per se or something like that, like people will see that they're having issues but won't really, you know, go into effect as far as, like, getting them help until, like, they possibly had, like, an OD or something. Exactly, Whereas yeah. all the time when you see them popping pills or whatever, you was just like, la, 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 la. And it's like, oh, snap. 
you almost die. Unless it's like, let's say it's a doctor who's abusing drugs and you notice that they're under the influence while at work, then that's really where we kind of intervene, right? Because then now you're putting a patient's li- uh, life in, life in jeopardy. Risk, right. right. Um, but otherwise, like, no, you can abuse drugs and, and, and carry on, right? And then, like, I work in an area where there's a lot of the high um, rates of IV drug abusers and, you know, their children will go to school. But what, what can I do besides call ACS? Mm. Um, wow. So I didn't mean to go that dark, guys, but... No, I, I don't think it's dark. <laughs> I think it's enlightening, like, having a shedding light on on those things where you try to be pre- more preventative than um what's the other one like when you when something happens that reactive reactive so i'm more on the preventative side and unfortunately our, our hands are tied when it comes to prevention which is why i really chose pediatrics because i think a lot of the emphasis is on prevention right okay um, versus adults, I was like, I, I can't stand adults. Um, can't stand myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so two of the things that really stuck out to me, um, one was he, it seems like he was very adamant about being getting called crazy. Yes. Okay. Um, was, triggered. I, right. He was very I was thinking triggered. the same thing too, yeah. And that's inappropriate, right? You should not be calling anyone crazy. Um, I think we have normalized that too much. Um, and you know, people are struggling with real things and to call them crazy is kind of, to me, diminutive. So I've gone through that in like, uh, dealing with, with women sometime where like, I'd be telling them to relax. Oh. And they like. I've been kind of trying to, I've been working on that with my daughter. Be like, don't tell me to relax. I'm relaxed. And I was like, first of all, you're not. Cause I'm, I'm very monotone and like just chill and like lax all the time so when people when i tell them to relax they be like don't tell me to relax it's the opposite of my house my husband tells my daughter calm down like don't tell her to calm down like tell her to relax oh but now she tells me to relax i'm like i gotta find another word (laughs) it can't be relax or calm down but so don't say relax don't call people crazy so if you and don't tell them to calm down. So let us know what are <laughs> yeah, some which, words, <laughs> with some triggering words that you know that get you riled up when people tell you like yo, you're bugging. Like no, I'm not bugging, actually. But you're right to me. You're have a seat. That's yeah. another one. Have a seat. <laughs> have a seat. No, I want to stand. <laughs> <laughs> so the second um, quote quote that really stood out to me, and it was in that first episode, and they and you know. Cootie brought it in again, again, was the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. Everybody else sees the giant. That's a great quote. And by Donda, by Donda West. Donda I mean, West. I don't know if it was by Donda, but she, I mean, she said it. Yeah, she said so, it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, you know, me and idioms, you're going to see ladies and gents that I am awful with any idioms, any <laughs> language. They just go over my head, right? I'm really concrete and abstract to me just goes over my head. So this went over my head the first time. Really? I got it instantly. And the third episode, it finally kind of- It made sense. It, it made clicked. sense. It sunk in, right? So, you, And I think that's one of the difficulties I struggle with, um, right? You have these accomplishments, but you still don't feel joy, which is why I am promoting that I will be leaving medicine, right? So- you can have these degrees, you can have this salary, you can have 
everything you wished for when you were younger mm-hmm. but even then like you look at yourself and you're still not happy right um i go through that too sometimes obviously on a, on a smaller scale <laughs> but um i've done things in my like music dj career where i'm like all right that's cool all right next thing like it's not enough and then people's like congratulating me i'm like oh you made it oh this is oh this is big oh you're my famous friend or yeah i'm like huh like i don't i don't feel that way at all like i feel like there's so much more to do there's so much i can do there's so much i want to do and um it's an interesting dynamic like you know balancing oh like like looking at what you've done and like oh like snap like i really like did some stuff yeah and seeing like the road ahead and like what you you know want to get to so even people yeah, tell me like make sure you put it on your cv like there's so many things i haven't put in my cv and I'm what, like, I can't what is your cv on... oh sorry so it's a curriculum vitae so it is oh, a vitae vitae never heard v-i-t-a-e of it. so okay. essentially it is like a academia i guess resume kind of resume but okay. it's like a 30 page resume right that's if you're really brolic but right like mine's right now is like five six pages okay um so just of academic uh accomplishments right so you can say like i secured a x dollar amount grant like this is my research whatever whatever and right so i do all these things and I, like i don't want to put it on my cv right because this is just me this as a dj me. we call it like a, a one sheet a one sheet is it yeah. only one sheet it's it should be where it's like a quick it's more of a quick glance at just like your top accomplishments, achievements that you've done, mm. like artists you've worked with, tours you've been on, wow. projects you've been on, okay. stuff like that. So like, yeah. Yeah. So um, my point is that... You're a giant, but you don't see a giant. People tell me I'm a giant. I don't believe I'm a giant. Um, yeah, I wouldn't think I'm a giant. I'm like, what's between a, a giant and like a normal person or like a, a dwarf? I'm not. I'm not at dwarf status. I'm like. I mean, let's I'm like shy away ogre. from the dwarf status because uh, you know that it's also a medical condition. Is an ogre like in between a giant, or they're just like ugly? Yeah, Shrek is just ugly. Oh, but he's big. He was like big, but he wasn't giant. No. It's like a. You want to say like James and the Giant Peach? I don't know. I need to find like a medium ground between. A little person. Giant. No. Yeah, just like a average. A David and Goliath. I think Goliath is giant-ish. Right. So you could be a David. <laughs> so you want to find a David? No, I'm David now. Okay, you're David. Yeah, people see Goliath when they see me, but I'm more. I feel David. I'm like a a wolf in like sheep's clothing. Oh. Okay. You know, like there's a meme of. But the, I think that like, that's a bad thing. I mean, it is. But I was <laughs> I was picturing the meme. And of, I don't do idioms. You I know? was thinking the. You ever seen the meme of the the wolf that has like a sheep? Oh yeah, and, and the eyes are just and his eyes, yeah, yes. yeah. So that's like the the enemy is. So is, I think what you're trying to say is like you're very hungry. Hungry and humble. And humble. Yes. And you can do those too. Yes. Whereas other people see me as greater than, or like that I'm like. You know, I'm I'm really looked at in some spaces as that guy. So it's all relative. It all it is relative yeah. because then I'll go in other spaces and, you and feel I'll like feel very small. A yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> Scurrying to a corner, like, in a corner, like nobody knows me. I'm, I'll people just walk past me, and then I'll be in other spaces, and it's like, 
oh, critical, critical. Oh, TJ, oh, yo. So. Like, I went somewhere last night, uh, just to pass through. Like, I'm, like, very, like I said, mystique, mysterious. So I don't really be telling people Your what moves. I be, what I, yeah. You were I'll real just, G. You were I'll just silent. pop up. Yeah, moving silent, like lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just popped up somewhere. Uh, one of my friends, he had this, um, he got uh, into this, uh, like, this DJ crew that's really uh, world, world renowned and, and known. So I just, you know, went by, he was DJing somebody, somewhere, went by to just, you know, pay him some respects, like, yo, congratulations. And you were recognized all of the, not all, but some of the attention, even from him, like he was like, Oh, I'm so glad you came out. Oh, oh you came out for me. Nice. Oh, con- oh, thank you. Lil. It means so much. I'm like, Bro, like you're the one that just <laughs> you're actually This is your event. Yeah, it's like you're <laughs> I to give you props. Word and you're like so that was really I get that a lot too where I go to, you know, DJs and, and stuff or like places and I get that type of like um you know approach and receive those type of that energy and I'm like, Oh that's that is dope. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm just out here. Just doing my thing. Yes. Do your thing. So we are going to close out this episode um, again with so much darkness. It seems like we're just inundated in bad news. Inundated is a good word. What does that mean? Inundated is like you're drowning in this information. Inundated is like drowning. Okay. I would say. Drowning. Right. So let's say. Like you just can't. Like I'm inundated in work. I have so much work. To oh, do. you're like. Okay. Got you. Or. The media is nonstop just feeding. It's like me. overbearing, like it's just you can't take it. Kind of like it's just a lot to bear. It's just a lot to bear. Yes. Gotcha. Inundated. Inundated. Word of the day. Um. So we're inundated in a lot of you know what's going on overseas. Um. You know the the invasion of the Ukraine and COVID is still lingering. Is I mean, it the numbers are better? Oh, okay. But now the mask these, mandates these, yeah. have been lifted. So us in the medical professional world, we are just like WTF. Gotcha. Right? Like- <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like I know I was like, I know these medical professions and, and stuff is, is pissed. Not pissed, but like they're just like shaking my head. It's just <laughs> like at this point, like at why, some point why do we even to, exist? It had to know. happen. I mean I don't know. I mean it's just too honestly soon? this the solution is so complex and I don't know what's the correct solution for Okay. This. Gotcha. Um, especially as we're entering, like we have entered year three of this, this pandemic, and it's just like, bro, we know what works, and I mean it is what it is. But anyways, I digress. So the point is, we want to end the segment right with something that will multiply, uplift. right? Positivity and, and uplift, you know, the world that we live in today, and that is going to be called random acts of night of kindness. Excuse me. Yes. So in random acts of kindness, we are going to assign you, the listener, and you. ourselves. Um, I do it. I, I'm I'm kind all the time. Sometimes I'm too kind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you you can be kind, listeners. Yes. And so viewers. we want you to be kind as well. So we're gonna assign you a simple task of a kindness, an act of kindness. Yeah. Um, Mainly because Blockbuster is not around anymore, so there's no be kind rewind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I it, like that. Yeah, yeah, I used to love Blockbuster. Oh, but anyway, I didn't know there was a slogan. Um, so yeah, be kind. Do a random act of kindness. And today we want you to let's see what's a good one. 
Uh, give a random person a compliment. Yeah, give an unexpected compliment. So yeah. on my way here today, I was leaving my building and I see this lady looking at me. I mean, you know, New York, we kind of grill you before we compliment you. Yeah. So yeah, we have that, that look, that stare down. You don't even know at that down. point which way it could, it could go bad. It could get good. So you just like, you know, you're on edge. Yeah. So I look back. She's kind of like looking me up and down. And she's like, you know, you look cute today, by the way. It looks very chic. Now, I don't know what about my outfit today is chic, but... Does she see you a lot? Because the, the today part... Okay, I made that up. I think she oh, just okay. said you look cute. All right, because the day part, I'm like, yo, don't give me no backhanded yeah, yeah, compliment. Yeah, no, 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 no. I made that up. You what know, about I embellish the, a little the bit. Other, the other days, I just didn't look cute. No, no, guys. And, and all of a sudden, oh, today and for a all days. disclaimer also, anything I tell you, please take the square root of it, right? So if I... The square root. <laughs> I say there were a thousand people. Take the square root of a thousand. Okay, gotcha. Okay? So fair. I will embellish every all of my stories. So she didn't say today. She just said you look cute. Okay. By the way. Gotcha. Uh, or something along the lines of you look cute. It looks very chic. And I was I was feeling good for like twenty minutes, and I'm like, you know what? That's gonna be our random act of kindness. Yeah, just just like uh, continue it. Just pay it forward. Like you get a good compliment. You get a compliment. Just go out and compliment someone. And even if you don't get a compliment, give someone an unexpected compliment. Yeah. And let's see how that, you know, that makes their days a little better. Maybe it may, it may make you, may, may make you feel good too. Yeah. I, like, I just, you know, brighten somebody's day just a little bit. Just a little bit. Especially like, like she said in this, these times and ages where it's just a lot going on. Like yes, it's, the dark ages. It's scary. Yes. So be a beacon of light. And with that, we are closing out. The third episode of The Vital Check Bow. with your friendly neighborhood MD, Dr. Joe. And me, the giant, DJ Critical. <laughs> Take care, guys and Later. gals. See you next time. Peace. Bye.